Thank you for listening to the Real Truth Podcast with Ruth Henderson, where we will dive into the powerful truth that the kingdom of heaven has for us. And now here's our host, Ruth Henderson. Today we're going to talk about timing. You know, have you ever found yourself really early for something? Or how about really late? What about forgetting about it altogether? How about when it comes to God jumping ahead of his time or lagging along behind? Pretty sure you missed it altogether. Or how about the times when you nailed it and you're right there on time? So I was looking and I was thinking about the many times when my timing hasn't been God's timing. God's timing hasn't been my timing, to put it another way. You know, where, where I just can't seem to get step with God. Maybe I don't understand the fullness of what's going on. Maybe I'm eager. Maybe I don't understand there's a training ground that I have to go through first. But so often... So often my timing doesn't always align with God's. And you know, when we go ahead of God's timing, it can get us into trouble. Actually, the same can happen when we miss it. But as I was thinking about this, I got to thinking about Moses. Because in the book of Exodus, we meet an amazing man named Moses. I'm pretty sure most of us have seen a movie with Moses. It could have been DreamWorks, The Prince of Egypt in 1988, or maybe the 1956 film with Charlton Heston, or there's numerous others out there. I mean, this, this man, his life story has just captured our imagination. And so we, we do all sorts of things with it as we try to interpret everything you walk through and how it looked and the, his steps and his missteps. But, you know, here's this baby. Let's just go right back to the beginning. Here is this precious little baby who had a death threat on his life. You know, all those babies were supposed to be killed. Pharaoh was so concerned, so worried. So he had just ordered mass murder of all these little babies. And, and here's Moses, you know, his mom puts him in the water and in a little basket that she made. And lo and behold, the princess sees him and pulls him out. So he's pulled out of the water. He's pulled out of the danger. And he's raised in the palace. He's raised in royalty. And I can't even imagine trying to figure out where you belong given that situation. We know that he knew he was a Hebrew, that he was watching what was happening with the Hebrew people who were slaves, and yet here he is in the palace. I suspect that he was coming to know that the palace he was living in really wasn't his inheritance. That's just a little note to us as we need to make sure that we're living in the right place. I suspect that as he tried to figure out who he was, who his tribe was, who his people were, where did he really fit in as he felt like he didn't fit in anywhere. And I think some of us can relate to that where we really feel like we don't fully fit anywhere. I think that that's where Moses was at. But he goes out to see the Hebrew people, to see his people. And we're told in Exodus 2.13 that after looking in all directions to make sure no one was watching, Moses killed an Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. You see, he saw one of his own people being beaten. And so he goes and he looks around, okay, who's going to see this? What can I do? And he goes and he kills the Egyptian. I would suggest that anytime we're looking around to see who's watching, to see who's listening, to see who might catch on to what we're doing, that it's probably something that we shouldn't be doing. Because when we have to do something that much in secret, then we also have to hide it. So what are we trying to hide? What are we trying to keep ourselves from knowing, to keep God from knowing, to keep others around us from knowing? 
What did we do in that moment when we looked around? You know, it's it's so interesting because scripture tells us that very next day, you know, our sins do find us out. And man, did this go quick. The next day, the very next day, just say next day. The next day when Moses went out to visit his people again, he saw two Hebrew men fighting. Why are you beating up your friend, Moses said to the one who had started the fight. And the man replied, who appointed you to be our judge, our prince and our judge? Are you going to kill me as you killed that Egyptian yesterday? Then Moses was afraid, thinking, everyone knows what I did. In fact, everyone did know. You know, in that short amount of time, not only did, did the Hebrews know what Moses had done, that he had committed murder and that he seemingly got away with it. But Pharaoh also knew. You see, in verse 15 tells us that Pharaoh did in fact hear and he tried to kill Moses. So Moses, as an infant, had been put in a basket, sent down the river, brought up in the king's palace, brought up in Pharaoh's home. And yet in this moment, Pharaoh has now issued another eviction notice for, for Moses. Let's kill him. He was, he was on the most wanted poster again. He was on it first as an infant because he was a little Jewish boy. And here he is now, even after growing up in Pharaoh's household, it couldn't save him from Pharaoh's wrath. And so now he's on the most wanted poster as an adult. So do you ever feel like you don't belong any place? Do you ever feel like you're misunderstood? Do you ever feel like you make all the wrong decisions? I think Moses didn't know to whom or to where he belonged at this point in his life. He didn't really know who his people were. He didn't know who his tribe was. And he certainly didn't know how to navigate between these two very different worlds. But within Moses, God was actually developing. He was building a man of character. You see, these missteps that Moses took had the potential to derail him from his destiny. But God, it wasn't God's plan that he murdered. That was a huge, huge misstep. But God wasn't finished yet because he had a plan, he had a purpose, and he had a destiny for Moses. Moses had a growing, unsettling dissatisfaction within him with the treatment of the Hebrew people. But in this moment, what Moses did is he tried to take matters into his own hands as he understood them, and that's why he killed the Egyptian. How often have we tried to take matters into our own hands? I'm pretty sure we're all guilty of that. And because Moses was human, I'm pretty sure he replayed and replayed those couple days in his mind from seeing the Egyptian beating the Hebrew to killing the Egyptian to burying the Egyptian to, oh my gosh, how was I found out? Who saw me? I'm sure nobody saw anything. But you know, everything in our lives can change in a heartbeat. And that's what happened. You see, Moses went from the king's palace to being a wanted man and running for his life in a matter of days. I want to suggest that even as Moses was running, God saw. We know God sees everything. We can't hide from him. There's no place we can go where he doesn't see us. So even in that moment, as Moses was so full of fear, knew that there was a death threat on him, he was running, God saw. And what intrigues me is even as Moses was running, God was still directing the steps. Moses thought he was running for his life. But he was running unknowingly into a divine encounter with Almighty God. I find it so interesting that as he lands, he ends up tending sheep for his father-in-law. 
And you see, his father-in-law was Jethro, who was a priest. You see, this temporary assignment was not only training ground for a future assignment, but again, God had him on a path of encounter. You see, burning bushes were not uncommon in that area, so Moses could have walked right past. However, his attention was caught because there was something different. What is God burning to get our attention? The bush wasn't burned up because it wasn't consumed. In another way, we could, we could say that it wasn't consumed by the fire of God because the fire of God never burns out. You see, in this one encounter, we could say that God lit a match to that little desire that Moses had in his heart that day that he killed the Egyptians. Even years ago, there had been that desire there, but it was in its infancy stages. Moses didn't understand what God had planted. He didn't understand the call on his life. He didn't understand who God was, nor the timing component. But as Moses stood before God at the burning bush, God released a fire within him. He basically poured lighter fluid on that dream. And God released within him the same passion that God had to deliver the people. In other words, what Moses had tried to do in and through his own strength and understanding was now going to become possible because he had entered into a God-ordained or a Kairos moment with the living God. You see, we often miss the point that Moses made a huge misstep when he committed murder. I wonder if that whole incident ran through his mind many years later, if he felt convicted as God handed him the Ten Commandments. I wonder if he and God had a moment where he understood the powerful love and the forgiveness of God. You see, it's so important that we, we come into those moments. You see, when Moses took those Ten Commandments, one of those Ten Commandments was, Thou shalt not murder. And Moses looked at that, and he would have said, But I have murdered. And I can hear God saying, But you're forgiven. You're, the slate's wiped clean. Moses, you have a destiny to step into. You're leading these people. I haven't disqualified you, so don't disqualify yourself. And what I want you to hear today, there's so many of you who need to hear that God has not disqualified you. So do not disqualify yourself. For some of you, there's been times when you, you have this passion and you have this call on your life and you've stepped into it and all hell's broken loose and everything seems to go wrong. And as you step away from it, you realize that you were out of step with God's timing. But there was this great passion that built up. And in that moment, you wanted to just do everything to make it work. But you didn't understand yet more of the plan of God. You didn't understand that there was a time. You didn't understand that God had given you this drive and this desire, but there was a training ground that you needed to go through. Just like Moses with that drive and desire killed the Egyptian. But he hadn't gone through the training that he needed to go through in the desert yet. He hadn't had the encounter with God that would actually catapult him into the fullness of what was already growing, what was marinating within him. But God didn't disqualify Moses. Even though Moses ran in fear, God was still right there. Some of you have been running and God's saying it's time to stop running. Look around you because there's a burning bush and you are positioned to have an encounter with me that will actually take you into the time, into the now moment, into the Kairos moment where you're to step into what I have called you to do. So it's time to stop running. It's time to stop. It's time to take off your sandals because you're standing on holy ground. That you are not disqualified, but God has a plan and a purpose for your life. And it is good. So the timing component is so important. 
It's so important as we move into the plans and the purposes that God has for us. It's so important to understand that sometimes his time frame is different than ours. It's important to understand that he sees the fullness of what we need to be able to successfully navigate the assignment that he's given us. And remember, if he's given us an assignment, he's also given us the tools to be able to do it. But we have to know the time and we have to know the season in order to be able to step into it and navigate it successfully. How do we do that? We have the encounter with God. We step back. We stop. Moses stopped moving along with the sheep to stand at the burning bush and to have an encounter with God. There's times when we just need to stop and we need to say, Lord, show me. Lord, what is your timing? Lord, what are you building in me right now? Lord, help me to be patient and understand that you're at work right now. And for some of us, we need to let go of those missteps. We need to let go of the times when we have failed. And we need to step back and ask the Lord for forgiveness and ask for an increase in the sensitivity to his timing so that we walk through the door at the right moment. And we can't let those failures hold us back. Because remember, in the hands of a loving God, in the hands of the living God, in the hands of the creator of the universe, those missteps, those times when we, we ran ahead of the Lord, those times when we tried to make it happen in and of our own strength, when they're given to God, they don't disqualify us. You have not been disqualified. And I want you to hear that you have not been disqualified. It's the but God moments that come in and change everything. So Heavenly Father, we just come before you and God, we repent and we confess for the times when we've tried to do it our way, when we've tried to do things in our timing, when we've mistaken this growing, this, this seed that you've planted within us, and, and we've tried to get the fruit from it before the fruits even develop, before it's ripe, before it's mature, that we've tried to run ahead of your time and your season. We ask your forgiveness, and right now we decree and declare that that misstep does not disqualify us because of who you are. And so, Father, when we run and we run to the desert like Moses did and we're trying to hide, right now, Lord, we come out of hiding and into your presence. We stop at the burning bush and we, and we take off our sandals because we're on holy ground and we're saying, Lord, you teach us, you give us your instruction because we want to walk in your timing. Lord, help us to grow and to mature so that we can step into the fullness of what you have. Father, I just ask for a release right now with the spirit of discernment and the spirit of wisdom that we would be like the sons of Issachar, that we would know the times and the seasons, that we would be able to discern. And then, Father, I also pray for a release of courage that as we discern the times and the season, that we would walk into it, that we would navigate it with a boldness that comes from the kingdom of heaven. Father, I ask for a realignment of our vision that we would look, be looking from a kingdom perspective with kingdom solutions that come from the very throne room of heaven rather than from an earthly perspective with earthly solutions. Because God, a moment with you, an encounter with you changes everything. So Father, we pray for a shifting right now in our time zone. This is it, guys. It's a shifting of our time zone that we would be going from being in the natural time zone to being and living and working in the heavenly time zone because that's where we walk hand in hand with the heartbeat of God and the timing of God. So Father, we ask for that adjustment. Take us into the time zone that we belong in, that we were made for so that we function out of that and so that we're sensitive to your timing because God, that 
is always the right timing. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Do not, do not, do not be disqualified from what God has called you qualified for. Do not allow your failures or your missteps to disqualify you. Allow the Lord to turn them into teaching moments that actually catapult you towards your destiny rather than disqualifying you from your destiny. Because as I said, he has plans and purposes for you. Some of those passions that are within you are his passions. We just need to know the timing component. He holds out his hands and he says, come and let me teach you. I will release you at the right time. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Real Truth with Ruth. Please be sure to subscribe, to follow, to review, all that good stuff to spread the word. And I look forward to seeing you again next week on Real Truth with Ruth. Be so blessed. Are you struggling to walk in the fullness of the plans and purpose that God has for you? Why not order Ruth's book, Physician, How to Be Aligned and Empowered to Walk in Your Divine Destiny? Available in print, ebook, or audio on Amazon.com.